When you hear this familiar parable of the Good Samaritan, what do you think of? What does the parable evoke for you? What do you think it means to be a Good Samaritan? Do you see yourself as one of the characters? Which one? I grew up hearing this parable in church and especially in Sunday school. But actually, as a young kid, I thought a good Samaritan was someone who drove an RV and would help you if your car broke down on the side of the road during a road trip. And you could identify a good Samaritan because there was a sticker on the back of their RV of a smiling face with a halo. Only later did I learn that that sticker meant that they had paid a company called the Good Sam Club to help them if they broke down on the side of the road. They still might stop and help you, but that's not what the sticker meant. In popular culture, Good Samaritan has come to mean doing something out of compassion. So monetizing this notion is about as far from the biblical meaning of the parable as you can get. And that's actually part of the problem with these popular and familiar stories from the Bible. We have shaped them like the lawyer in the story in a way to justify ourselves. But Jesus' parables always contain a surprise. And this parable contains perhaps the biggest surprise of all the parables. In the passage, a lawyer, meaning a scholar of biblical law, is trying to test Jesus. But Jesus, as he so often does, flips things around and uses the parable to put the lawyer to the test. And make no mistake, this parable is intended to put each one of us to the test. The the term Good Samaritan dates to the mid-1600s. So calling this the parable of the Good Samaritan is actually relatively recent. It wasn't a phrase that would have been used at Jesus' time or in the early church. So let's just take that term, Good Samaritan, and just set it aside. Let's take all of our preconceived notions about what this text means and set them aside And try and see this parable anew with fresh eyes. Let's call it the parable of who is my neighbor. Jesus and the lawyer agree that the law requires that you love God and your neighbor as yourself. Now the lawyer wants to define neighbor in terms of geographic proximity, and in terms of ethnicity. 
He wants neighbor to be defined as a clear, distinct group of people. In response, Jesus tells the parable of a man left for dead on the road from Jerusalem to Jericho. This man is avoided by a priest and a Levite who would be the lawyer's people, but helped instead by a Samaritan. Samaritans were held in contempt by Jews. Samaritans were the enemies of the Jews. They were a different ethnic group, and they lived further north. They claimed the exact same God as the Jews, but had their own scripture and temple. The Samaritans claimed that they had actually maintained the true religion of Israel from the time before the Babylonian captivity. So you can imagine people arguing about, well, we're the real ones. Doesn't really go so well. But Jesus redefines neighbor by asking the lawyer who was a neighbor to the injured man. Notice that the lawyer can't even say the Samaritan. He only says, the one who showed mercy. Neighbor now is defined by how you act, not by shared geographical proximity or ethnicity or citizenship. You can't gerrymander who your neighbor is. The Jewish scholar of the New Testament, Amy Jill Levine, says that this parable is more radical than Christians tend to read it. And she talks about seeing it more from a Jewish perspective. She says that when we read the parable, we should see ourselves as the person who has been beaten and is lying half dead on the road. And then ask ourselves, is there anyone from any group where you would rather die than have that person save you and you have to say, this person saved me? Or is there any group whose own members would rather die than save you? That is who the Samaritan is in this story. It is the Palestinian who has been evicted from his home, saving an Orthodox Jewish settler. It is the last person you would ever, ever want speaking at your funeral. It is a woman held in a detention center at the border saving the border agent who's taken her children away from her. Actually, more accurately, it would be that mother at a detention center saving a politician or official who had created and implemented a child separation policy. It's her saving that person. If you can imagine who you would rather have die than save you, then you can imagine who you should be willing to save.
this parable works on an individual, interpersonal level. But it's also clearly intended as a statement about ethnic, religious, and national groups. And we need to ask ourselves, who is my neighbor on all of those levels? Jesus invites us to be a neighbor to those outside our circle and comfort zone. It's hard to hate those who have shown you mercy. And even harder to hate those whom you have shown mercy. Authentic love does not discriminate. Jesus' message in this parable is so simple, but so hard. Love the same people that God loves, especially the people you don't want God to love. 